Good day, listeners. We present to you our podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. We discuss a variety of topics that are important to the church. Examples include sexual abuse, all types of addictions, religious abuse, and recovery. This platform provides counseling sessions, meaningful question and answer, and a counseling continuum. Our co-hosts include Ms. Lolita, Personnel Director, Mrs. Tennille, our Technical Director. We have an impressive array of program contributors. And I'm your host. My name is Prince, founder of Antioch Youth Center, 5013C program, licensed counselor, now retired. So join in this exciting podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and be a part of the healing process. So Lita, would you introduce our guest, please, tonight? Yes, sir. We have with us Shanna. Hi. <laughs> We're happy to have you with us today. Shall we continue where we left off last week? Sure. Let's see. He's left home for the last time, and you're contemplating letting him back in. Yes. Okay. So um, when we left left off last time, we had been talking on the phone, and he had um, told me that he wanted to come back. He wanted to work things out, and he was done with his life with this other woman, and he wanted to come back home. So, um, I was excited. Uh, I mean, I was obviously also hurt, but I wanted him to come back home. And, um, I felt like God really opened up that door that wouldn't otherwise been open. And I realized that it was a big step and I needed to make sure that I was responsible with what God had um, done. So I, I didn't want to, you know, I had been praying for months for him to come back home and I didn't want to um, suddenly say, no, you know what? I don't, I don't want to deal with this anymore. You can't come back. Sure, so I knew sure. that, you know, God had opened that door and I need to be responsible with it. So um just like I had been praying before for him to come home, I just, I started praying, you know, Lord, show me what I need to do. How do I make this work? Um, I, I feel like it's, it's a really complex thing. It wasn't really cut and dry, but, sure. you know, m mostly it was, you know, I knew there was excitement about him coming back and I was happy for that. But I knew that when things settled down, you know, there were still going to be mm -hmm. trust issues. Mm -hmm. There was going to be dealing with right. the hurt of the rejection, right. um, you know, just day to day, like, Right. How are we going to get through this? How are we going to make sure this doesn't happen again? So I had like a lot of, um, I had a lot of concerns. So I just, I took it to God. I just took it to God. I said, I don't know how to handle this. I don't know what to yes. do, but he showed me and he, you know, over the course of many weeks, <laughs> um, he walked me through that process and, you know, it wasn't something that happened overnight, but eventually we decided to have him come home and, um, you know, we, we continue to work out our issues, but yeah. The, you mentioned the trust issue. So now not only are you opening your family and your home again, but you're opening yourself to the, to the 
hurt and you have to kind of face those things. How did you deal with that, Jana? Um, well, it was hard. I, I didn't want to be the wife who was constantly worrying about, okay, why is it taking you so long to come home? Who is it that's calling you on your phone? Um, who are you talking to? What's happening during the day when I'm not there? Like, I didn't want to be, for one, I didn't want to have to worry about it, but also I didn't want to have to put him through that as well. He was making a commitment to, to come back. And I didn't think that that would be fair. So I had to, I had to address, I, and I went to God with this. I had to address, okay, how am I going to trust that? This isn't going to happen again, that he really wants to come back. How, how am I going to deal with this? And I really felt like God was showing me quite a few things because, well, for one, okay, so it wasn't my sin that caused this, but even though it wasn't my sin, God showed me that there was still opportunity for improvement in my life. There were things that I could do to kind of, you know, to, to help him, but also help myself. So, okay. So God was showing me that just as he had given me mercy, I need to be merciful with my husband. And that was hard. I mean, like I was almost upset about that because I felt like, you know, <laughs> I here we've been through all this, all this pain, all this rejection, all this hurt, and then I'm excited he's coming back. But now I felt like God was saying almost to kind of let it go. And if wow. it almost felt unfair, but I had to just trust him. I had to trust the process. And I mean, my husband and I had to work through some things too. We talked about a lot of things and, and talked it over, but I just felt like God had to show me how to let go. You know, I am <laughs> I'm a control freak. I want things to be in order. I want to make sure that, you know, certain things are set and that way I feel comfortable. And I couldn't do that in this scenario. I couldn't control what he was going to do. I had to let learn to let go of some of that and just be vulnerable. And that was something that I, I mean, God had to help me through that. That wasn't something I could do on my own for sure. Was, oh, was talking easy? Um, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't. Um, even though I like to have control of things, I don't like confrontation. And so I think this is why we ended up somewhat in this position and I didn't confront him earlier because I knew something was going on and I let it go because I was afraid of the confrontation. I was afraid that I was going to have to address what was going on. So once he came back, you know, I knew that I, okay, we have to talk. I can't ignore things. Like I need to bring things up, even if I think it's going to be painful, yes, even if I yes. think it's going to upset him or mm -hmm. other people. And so we had to, we, yeah, we had to talk a lot and it was hard. I mean, there were times it was really good. I felt like it was really healing. And then there were times when I felt like, did I make a mistake here? But I, overall, I, you know, it, it got a lot easier as, as we went through. Yeah. When you were entering into the type of communication that brought healing, when do you think was the turning point? Hmm. 
Um, gosh, that's a hard question too. I don't know that there was necessarily a real turning point. Um, but I do think that over time it became evident that we were definitely, we were making progress and that, you know, I think you get to a point where you say, you know, first it was like, is this even going to work? Is he going to decide to leave again? Is he going to say, you know what, this is too hard and I don't want to deal with this because he could. Um, But I think you get to a point where you say, wow, you know, we've really come a long way. And I, I think we might actually make this work, you know, and I, I think that, when you get to the point where you can both say our relationship is stronger now than it was even before any of this happened, mm-hmm. then you, you know that, okay, we're in the right place. We're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Friends, if I can interrupt briefly, if you're just tuning in, this is wounded hearts, wounded churches podcast comes on each Thursday. We need to remember if you're disenfranchised, maybe you left the church hurting, whatever your case might be, we're here for you. We're not a church, but we're a support system to those who've been wounded. Situations do occur at times. You're not forgotten. We're praying for you. We want to reach out to you and to have an open platform that we can discuss reconciliation and healing within the church. So this is for you. This is your podcast. We're reaching out to you to submit to you these excellent things that God has for you. Back to our program director and our guest, please. Shanna, when you, okay, he, you expressed before a time when the Lord gave you a scripture in Job. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're really putting me on the spot and I'm so nervous. No. I'm, not, I'm not you're even doing, sure. You're doing excellent. <laughs> when when Joe prayed for his friends, uh, yeah. Um, oh, um, was this a specific something that we talked about, Lolita? Was this a specific uh, incident? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You may have yes. to help me along a little bit. <laughs> okay. You. There was a time when there was a problem. You weren't feeling good at the time. Remember. And then God, okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I think I, I think I know what you're referring to, but um, I'm sorry. I'm so nervous. Sometimes it's hard, but I'm I'm afraid I'm going to get off track. Um, you're fine. You can go off track. There's no problem. <laughs> this is the, people love you, and they want to hear from you. So take okay. your time and feel free. Relax. Take a deep breath and relax. <laughs> <That's me. laughs> okay. I'm so nervous that's... too. I'm nervous all okay. the time. So go right ahead. You're not by yourself. Okay. <laughs> and you're doing um, just fine. Trust me. Yeah, believe that. I don't know. You're going to have to help me with this one because I'm not sure which. Okay. What time I'm you're talking, talking about? I'm talking about the time you were really sick and you kept going to God because you were so sick. And oh. then he, yeah, and then he gave you Job, that chapter in Job, when Job was supposed to pray for his friends. I guess I don't remember exactly which one okay. you're talking about. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. And then he brought to mind that young woman. 
And oh yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how I needed to pray for her. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I um God definitely prompted me that uh I needed to pray for the other woman and oh <laughs> I can't even express how difficult that was at first. It actually took me a while when God was showing me that I needed to pray for her. Um, It took me a while to even be able to do that. I really had to mentally process that. And um, I think I even remember coming home one time and just kind of yelling out loud, like, God, why are you making me do this? Like, it just almost felt like torture to have to pray for someone who had hurt me so badly i mean she had been a friend of mine at one point so this was something that was um painful but um i did i just i trusted god i trusted his process he knows he has a better plan than i do so i just i did it and um Mm -hmm. yeah it was at first it was I didn't even really know what to pray for. I knew that I needed to pray for her, but I I didn't even really know what direction to go in. And then over time, I started just, I realized that she was hurt too. I mean, she was a broken person too. And Oh, yes, that's um, right. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, I I just had to pray for her, pray for her situation. Um, You know, I don't know all the details of her life, but I knew that she needed, she needed God in her life too. So, over time, overdoing that, um, it was hard at first, but I mean, it did get easier. I don't know that it was ever really a hundred percent easy, but I mean, I still, at times I even still pray for her. I still think of her because I can't imagine the hurt that she probably went through when he had to leave her. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a tough process, but it was definitely healing, um, for me, I mean, it, it really helped me get over. I didn't want to have bitterness. I didn't want to, you know, have that hanging over us. Like I felt like that could be a problem and I wanted to make sure that that didn't exist. Any questions from our listeners? Well, we got a comment from Mr. 313. She said, you are a virtuous woman, Shanna. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> When did you, when were you able to exhale? Mm. Um, I think that is a tough question too. I think that when my husband and I were able to look back and say, we've gotten through this, we're better because of it. I think when we realized that our marriage was now stronger than when all this started, I think was kind of when I was like, okay, I can relax. I can let go of this a little bit and not be so nervous. I mean, not to say that, you know, you're still not careful and you're not cautious and you're not, you know, we still work on a relationship. Sure. sure. But I think at that point it was like, wow, we really, we really got through this. Mm. Yeah. Any questions from our listeners? Yes. Carrie Ann asks, Shanna, knowing what red flags to look for. If you saw red flags in a friend or even your own child's relationship, would you say something or would this be something that they would have to see for themselves? Good question. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you kind of need both. I think mm-hmm. number one, you need to trust your own intuition. I think God gives yeah. us discernment. And I think that you need to, when you have that feeling, you need to give it a place. You know, it may, may mean that there's nothing going on and it just may mean that something in your relationship needs work. But I also think that it's good to have a good support system. Um, if I wouldn't have had that, I, I don't know that I would have been as far along as I was because I had friends and family who were saying, okay, something's not quite right here. And I think it was helpful for me because I know that the, you know, Satan wants to, he wants to make you feel like you are isolated and all alone. And yeah. that's at times yeah. when I would have those thoughts, I'm like, is something going on? Is he doing something that he shouldn't be doing? And then I think, well, maybe I'm just crazy or whatever. And, you know, to have friends and family say, well, you know what, I think your concerns are valid and you need to look into that. I think that was helpful. Getting feedback. Well, we sure. More questions here. Larry Flew Ellen asked, how long did it take you to forgive and forget? Mm. Um, well, I think it took, I, I should back up. Before he even came back home, I had to learn to forgive. I started that process. And I think that that was something that God was working on me um, before he even came back. Because I don't. I think if I hadn't have started that, I don't think I would have been in a place where I could say you can come back home. But um, I think for us to, to really get through that forgiveness, probably several months, I would say maybe five or six months. And then as far as to forget, I don't think either of us ever forget. We still talk about it and we talk about it it, not to bring up, you know, to make either one of us feel bad, but we will talk about it in order to make make it easy to keep that door open that if there's concerns, you know, we can communicate that. Right. Right. Very good. One more question, Shanna. Mr. 313 asks, do you trust him 100% now? Um, I do trust him. This is a good question. I was thinking about this last night as I was kind of preparing for tonight. Um, I do 100% trust him, but I also, I have to trust my my own feelings as well. So if I were to see anything ever again, I say, okay, I'm not going to push that back. So just like I trust him, I have to trust myself and I have to trust God too, that he's going to, you know, show me these things and I'm going to say, Hey, wait, there's something going on here. We need to address this. Right. Very good. good. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're back home. So when did you all start going out as a family again? Um, okay, so this one took a little while because um, we have kids that, okay, so my daughter, she was grown at the time, moved out. My son was a teenager. Um, I think he was a little bit more, I, I guess, open to having his dad come back and he readily accepted our roles again. And I, I think it was easier for him than my daughter. My daughter... I think she felt a little bit of rejection and um, that it took her a little while, but um, I would say it probably took us a few months before we 
you know, we were all comfortable and we didn't have that feeling like we were all kind of on our, on our toes a little bit where we kind of, you know, felt like at ease with everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Was your family supportive, both sides of the family supportive? Yes. Um, we are very blessed to have um, a close family. Everybody's mm-hmm. very supportive. Um, mm-hmm. We live close. My my parents live next door. His parents live on the other side. So we're a very close family. But yes, it is close. And I think some people that would make them very nervous, but for our family, that's perfectly normal. And everyone was very supportive. Um, that Christmas that he was gone was difficult. I had my wow. parents and his wow. parents over. And wow. I think more than uncomfortable, it was just, um, if we were all just sad because we missed him. You know, we missed having our usual family. So it, I think having a supportive family really helps a lot. Our time just about gone. One more question for our, for our guest. When when you say the family wanted him back and you wanted him back, there's a love that seems to be evident that oftentimes when a person has been so hurt that it dissolves. Can you tell us how yours was maintained? Mm. Mm. Wow. Um, for me personally, it was 100% God. And Amen. the only way I can describe Amen. it is just that I understand that the love of God and how much he loved me even through all the crazy stuff that I've done in my life. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think he expects us to reciprocate that just like forgiveness and and mercy. I think that's where the love came from for sure. It was, it had to come from God. It had to. Any more questions from our listeners? Yes. I have a very good question from Carrie Ann. She says, I'm not a fan of confrontation either, but I do believe everyone should be able to say their piece and get closure. If the other woman were watching, what would you say to her? Hmm. Yeah, I don't like confrontation. Um, you know what? I would tell her, number one, I would tell her that I have forgiven her because I, I know, I think a lot of people have guilt of, things that they've done and wondering how others feel about them. And I think I would want her to know I have forgiven you that I don't hold that over you. I've let that go. And that I've been praying for you. I don't know what's going on in her life, but I hope that she finds God and that she can begin to heal because I know that she probably is a broken person too. Um, But that I don't hold anything. I don't hold any, bitterness towards her at all. Wow, friends, our time is beyond, we went beyond time tonight, but we just had to because of your wonderful questions and Shanna's, uh, we have one more question coming in. Let's take that before we go. Oh, no, no question, but it is a comment from Shay Okay. So the okay. love of God is the only way you can get through it. Thank you for your bravery in discussing this. Yeah, Shanna, you're brave. Uh, we thank God for your disclosing here, uh, exposing yourself, but you've been a blessing. We've had about five or six phone calls coming in, and I've been helped also, too. You made a lot of different points, and we thank you so much. Dear one, this is podcast Wounded Hearts is for Church of God, by Church of God. I want you to know that there's help for you. We know in the marriage, uh, statistical speaking, 30% of marriages end in divorce here in America. 
So if that's your situation, marriage issues, you can reconcile like Shanna did. She gave some very good points on that. Good question, my sister Lolita. And our focus is to support you in that process. If you're hurting tonight, we are here for you. And problems are there to be solved. So again, we thank Shannon tonight for those wonderful comments. There's a little leader for those questions. Mr. Tennille for technical activities. So again, next week, I want you to come and hear the broadcast. We're going to be interviewing a pastor about 30 years. And he was in division, but he took steps to correct that. We're going to get his insight on what he did, what his burden is, and how they're enjoying unity now. So we thank God for that and for our guest tonight. May the Lord bless you.